Welcome to Sister Speak Game of Thrones, where we discuss the awesome HBO series Game of Thrones from a sister's point of view. I'm Sister J. And I'm Sister K. And welcome to episode three. Let's get started. Okay. Let's go. All right. Well, we are going to be discussing The Night Lands, episode two of season two of Game of Thrones. All right. Where do you want to start, Sister J? Wherever. Just... Well, is there a particular character you want to start with? Uh, not really. Just okay, whatever. Well, let's start Whichever with one. Um, Arya and the King's Road. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Gendry. Yeah. And Yorin and all those people. Yeah. Um, so that was a good... Those were good scenes because um, I don't know who, who the little Night Watch commander guy is or the Yorin. leader. Yorin. Yeah. Uh, he was bad. He was I like bad. him. He said, oh, no, you ain't taking none of my people. He said, well, you didn't ask me with manners, and I chose not to answer. Yeah. And, I like that. But one thing I, I found interesting in those um, scenes, especially that scene, is because so now you know that once the people are, you know, men are pledged to go to the Night's Watch, not even the king's supposed to be touching them. Because that's yeah. what he said. Yeah, that's what he That's said. basically what he said. He says, they're, they're beyond your your reach and, you know, the Queen's reach because they've been pledged to the Night's Watch. So, so that was interesting. My issue with that scene was, or the first scene of that was, why didn't he just kill him? Because now they're going to go back to the King's <clears throat> Landing because. and bring back more people. It'd be different if they never returned at all. It'd take them a while to figure that out. And then they could maybe get more closer mm-hmm. to the wall before they come back. Now, I agree with him because if you notice when he <clears throat> when he took the guy's sword and he says, we can always use good steel. Yeah. All the rest of them. And there's some big ones. These are some cutthroat people. All them other big ones start getting closer and closer to those two gold cloaks. So I don't think they're going to have any problems when they come back. I really don't. Well, but most of those people, the, the dangerous ones, he's got caged. Well, there's only three of them. Right, but those dangerous ones are caged <laughs> up. So he ain't going to let them, well, I mean, they yeah, might get yeah, out, yeah. but. I think he'll let them out. <laughs> no, I don't think so. Them dangerous ones, though. That one guy, though, I uh, I think he's going to get out and, and probably help Arya or something. because uh, I do not get the impression he will help Arya. I get the, the one Im- that was talking to her, yeah. No, no, I think he's just one of those <laughs> slick Rick type people. Well, he is. That. Like a pedophile who well, knows yeah. how to talk to kids. Well, yeah. And he's acting all nice, but he ain't nice. Now I he's didn't in say there. He was nice. But he, what you say? He's gonna help Arya. Yeah, he'll help her into a empty field so he can jack with her. <laughs> oh lord! But he ain't gonna help her as far as helping her out with escaping from the king's guard. Well, who knows? But in, when that scene came through and those guys were in that cage and mm-hmm. I was like, girl, don't be talking to them. I know. And, and that's don't even Gendry talk told to her. them. Don't, don't be talking jack, to them. Don't even go and by there. And she said, they don't scare me. And he said, well, they scare me. Yeah. <laughs> and he is And that one, obviously, uh, and you notice how the guy who did talk to her, he's mm-hmm. like, um, so your name is Ari, huh, boy? Uh-huh. I feel like he knows. He knows she's, she's a, girl. a girl. Yeah, just like Gendry knows she's a girl. Yeah, but I mean, for that scene, before we know all that, mm-hmm. I felt like the way he was looking at her, yeah. he knew she was a girl. That's or what I'm thinking. He didn't know. He didn't care that she was a boy. 
like the other guy said, he, you mm-hmm. know, he didn't care. It was a kid. Any kind of kid is what well, he would like. When I saw that scene, I interpreted that the way he was talking to her and everything, that he knew or that he suspects, maybe not know for 100%, but he suspects she's a girl. Yeah. And that's why he was talking to her like he was talking but, to her. And the other thing that you catch with that scene and the, what he said to her, he's like, so your name is Ari, huh? He be watching. He knows her name. Mm-hmm. He knows to talk to her while nobody else was around. Exactly. I mean, so he be well, hawking. He just saw her coming back from the creek. I'm yeah. sure he saw her squatting. I don't think he saw her squatting, but he knows that she went off to the, yeah. you know, he probably has noticed she always goes, goes off, off somewhere. So let him get loose. He going to follow her ass off somewhere. Yeah. And, and try to jack her. Okay, let's move forward into the scene. But anyway, so, yeah, and that scene was good when those King's guards came. I like Yorin, and I like how cutthroat he was like, "Mm, Mm -hmm. I know I'm going to have, he kind of sidled up close to that horse. He's like, I Mm -hmm. already know I'm about to do some shit. Uh Uh-huh. And he said, I just just sharpened this blade this morning. My favorite line was, I just sharpened this blade this morning. You don't want me to nick something because there's nobody here that can (laughs) unnick it. You go bleed to death. I like that part. Too. I know. I love that. I like that. <laughs> nobody to unnick it. Ain't nobody right here. <laughs> but <laughs> I thought it was interesting too when Arya ducked down and said they looking for me. Yeah. Uh, but she said gold cloaks, and I, that was good for me because I didn't know what they called them guys. So now yeah. I know. They said it twice in this. Well, episode. but I didn't pay no attention yeah. until she said that. So at least now I know what to call them. Yeah. But. When I felt kind of sorry for um, Gendry when he re- when the guy was saying we looking for you know Gendry such like the bastard no, he said the bastard he said I'll be back for you and the bastard the bastard Gendry and I thought oh poor thing he and he's just looking like what, what they the, want me for what the hell they want me for yeah but see the the operative word was the bastard yeah but he didn't say that out with the uh, group he said that to Yorin. Well, and they heard it. Uh, everybody, yeah, everybody heard. I mean, they know who he is. If they didn't know his name, they know he carries the bull mask. Yes, or helmet. So mm-hmm. they know who it is now. And and so, you better believe that Yorin knows that he is Robert's offspring. He he might know that. Yeah, yeah, he knows that. Mm-hmm. He might. I don't know if he actually knows because he wasn't in Ned's inner circle. No, he, but he saw when Ned. Uh, uh, no, he uh, didn't. He wasn't there. there. Wasn't he there gathering up men? Yeah, but he wasn't there at that well, armory place. That's so true, but I, I don't mean, think he knows that part because him and Ned didn't have that kind of had time to have that conversation. But he knows Ned, and Ned knows him, and works for him. So okay. when he saw Arya, but the guy who 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 snatched up Arya as they was beheading, yeah, Ned that was Stark. him. That was your right. He knows you. Well, oh yeah, okay. you better believe he. We'll knows. see as it goes on, but I don't think he does. But I do. Um, what I feel like happened because you know, in last season, the, the last episode, when we find out that he's with that group going to the wall, mm-hmm. he says, "Well, my apprentice got tired of me, and and told me to leave, and so that's why he's even there because you know he was apprentice at that." armor shop mm-hmm. well what i think happened is you know robert got killed ain't no more money coming for him 
because he probably was giving him a little stipend or something. I didn't interpret and that at all. He said, "Oh, you got to go." <clears throat> I didn't interpret on. it that way at all. This is what I think happened, and that is when uh, Yoren uh, understood that. Excuse me. That uh, right after Joffrey gave the order for for Ned Stark to be beheaded, and he yeah. got Arya out of there, he understood. Then, trust me, he knew that uh, Gendry is was Robert's offspring, and I think he calls himself getting him out of there. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think I believe so. And actually, the the blacksmith that uh, Gendry worked for, I think he knew that too. Because there was a conversation, there was some kind of, I'll have to go back and look at it, but there was some kind of conversation or statement or something made when Ned Stark went and was talking to Mm -hmm. Gendry. Gendry knows that Robert Baratheon is his daddy. No, he doesn't. Yes, he does. Gendry does not know. Gendry does not know. Okay. Now, the blacksmith might have known. Okay. I don't think the blacksmith even knew. I thought... Gendry does not know because uh, and later on in the scene with him and, and Arya, she's like, well, why do they want you? And then when she found out he was talking to the hand, his, her daddy and the other mm-hmm. hand, and they're like, she's like, well, what kind of questions did they ask? He's like, about my mom. Mm-hmm. And she's like, okay, so what about your mom? And what about your dad? He goes, I don't know. It could be one of those gold cloaks for all I know. Well, he does true. not he know who his that. dad is. Yeah. Okay, see, I just took it like, but anyway, no. I, I, I believe that the reason why he is there going to the Night's Watch is because Urine asked for him to be. That, no, and that, therefore, the blacksmith said, well, you know, I don't need you no more. And so I don't think it has anything to do with being paid and all that stuff. You know, it's going to be interesting if they ever bring that up because yeah. I even was wondering if maybe if it wasn't... Um, oh, you just wait till they find out that all the children of, of, uh, of Robert were, uh, was murdered on the orders of Joffrey. He going to put it together. If not him, Arya's going to put it together. That's a smart little girl. Somebody will, but what I was going to say is if it's not that the blacksmith let him go because he was no longer getting any money or kickback or whatever, if it's not because of that, then I feel like someone, whether it was Ned had a chance to do it before everything went off or Varys did it because, you know, he knows all the shit He knows everything. Maybe someone had to have tipped off someone and say, hey, let them let him loose and let him go to the Night's Watch mm-hmm. because something shit might happen. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, something had That's to have happened because why all of a sudden all of a sudden did that armory guard or the blacksmith say he didn't want him anymore? Right, because I mean, OK, if he could make that you see that bull mask, that means that boy got skills. He got skills. So therefore, I, yep. Yeah. That's what I think. Yeah. That's what I think. So it's somebody. And, and you know what? That, aren't, that blacksmith knew where he was going. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. So maybe it was somebody like Varys. I, I feel like. Maybe it was. There has to be a reason why yep. he got kicked loose. The blacksmith mm-hmm. wouldn't let him go for nothing. That's true. Unless maybe he wasn't getting paid anymore because Robert died. And so when Robert died, all the support that he might have been giving his offspring was gone. Yeah. You know, I just didn't think so, about that though. But, but, um, now that we th- talk it over, I'm thinking maybe someone, I think, and it's- the blacksmith, maybe, you know, he probably had him for a while mm-hmm. and thought, well, let, let me help the boy be safe. Even though I need him, let me let him go on and go. Exactly. Or whatever. I don't think it has anything to do with, with money and support in this, that, and the other. I, uh, I really don't. Yeah. 
No. Okay. So, so that was a good scene when, you know, the little Arya and those two other little boys, which she called the big one hot pie. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> And they were talking about what makes a knight. Oh, and that is so fun. It was kind of cute, though. It was cute. He says, well, they got armor on. He says, well, what does having armor on well, got to do with it? How did he he was a knight? Well, because he, he had, had armor, armor on. on. He says, anybody can buy armor. He says, how do you know? Because I, I make armor. Yeah. <laughs> that was so cute. That was funny. Poor little dumb thing. But he put it together, and I was like, what? He's like, oh, well, mm-hmm. you're a girl, so what? And she and I felt like they needed to lower their damn voices because it seemed like they were I talking awful, awful loud. loud. And then he says, and especially when he says, oh, you were born in, and raised in the house. Uh, you're I a high-born. Uh, yeah. No, but he said, and you lived in the house. The ca- poor little thing. And I thought, oh, poor thing. Well, when he said, you're high-born, you're a lady a- of, and you lived in a castle. He said, and I've been talking about cocks and stuff. Yeah, and and I've been peeing around you. And he says, I should call you my lady. My lady. And, and she puts him, he says, that's no way for a lady to act. They just need to watch who's around. I know. Because I know. to me, it sound, it was like they were talking a tad loud. But I like that she actually confided in someone. I, I So that too. someone can watch her back. And now they have this little bond. Because it feels yeah. like they're a good pair. They're both mm-hmm. kind of, well, you know, they're both running now at this yeah. point, And mm-hmm. they both understand that they're both running. But at least now... You know, she knows that, like she says, you can't tell me. Well, he says, they won't learn it from me. So, mm-hmm. you know, at least she feel, uh, can feel like she has somebody she can now, trust. Now, one thing I was going to say about Arya, she likes calling people liars. Don't, don't she? she know? That's the first You're thing. You're a liar. Know. You're a liar. You're a liar. <laughs> you wouldn't know no night or a battle. You're a liar. You know why they want you. Joffrey is a liar. My dad was never a traitor. Yeah. I'm like, girl. That's true. <laughs> and I like when he said, you need to quit insulting people that are bigger than you. She's like, well, then I would never be able to insult anybody. anybody. <laughs> that was cute. That was really cute. I like, I like scenes with mm. Arya. Okay, let's move on to Tyrion. Because I love this scene. First of all, he cracks me up just strolling through the castle whistling. Yeah, he you know, cares. I know, but I like to. Did you see his little outfit? Yeah. I love this little outfit. You quit saying little. Oh, well, hey, I'm short, so I can say that. But anyway. Oh, goodness. Oh, Jay. He looks so cute, but man, wait, did you see his face drop when he opened the door? Yeah, well, first of all, Ooh. I would have been. I'm like, shit, girl. He done fucking told you to lay effing low. Yes. And then and she's the in there with person. the worst person, person she could be in there with. Telling shit. Telling shit. And he made it known how much shit he knew mm-hmm. when he came in. Oh, I heard about your battles and your head wound and uh, your friend and that your daddy don't want her here. Uh, all did that he know shit. all that shit? All that shit. <laughs> and I'm like, well, that bitch has been talking Ooh, about yeah. That's because shit. But yeah. I don't know if she got all that from her. Well... I don't think he got all of that from her. I think he got most of it from her because he told her, okay, nobody can know you're here. That means she don't see too many people but him because she's in that room all the time, even but though she likes she to She had to there. walk through the city to get in there, so you know somebody's seen her coming Well, in. but the point they were making, I think, with this scene is that she was so happy to have a person who 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 
from her point of view, likes Tyrion because you know he, he played it up. Yeah. You know, likes Tyrion and she could freely talk about him and stuff. See, and that's what she did. I mean, he, I have no doubt he maneuvered her into it, but, and believe me, that's what Tyrion thinks as well. See? Oh, yes. But the best part of the whole scene is when he says, well, you know, Varys gets up and says, well, we must go. We have the small council. And did you see that little look that Tyrion gives Shay? Like, uh, uh, get up. Go, go yeah. on, and take she, your ass yeah, somewhere. She got him up from the table and, and went. Yeah. But then when he, when he says, you know, next time you threaten somebody, you know, you're going to find yourself way out of the ocean. I don't like being threatened. He said, I don't like and being threatened. I love Varys' face. He, was, he looked at him like, well, who's threatening who, who, you? Who threatened you? And he He's says, like, look. I am not Ned Stark. I know how this game is No, he says, I am not Ned Stark. And Varys says, Ned was a man of honor. And Tyrion says, but I'm not. Right. And you threaten me again, and you're going to find yourself way out in the ocean by yourself. And then, But I like Varys' yeah. comeback. And then Tyrion went to open the door, and you see that? But wait, Varys went like this. But he wait, went, wait. He did it with one finger. One finger. Tyrion had his whole hand oh, on yeah. the door. I, I, and I, I think he did that on purpose he to did. say, look, little mother. Yeah. He had one finger on the door like, uh, wait a minute, I ain't done. He said, uh, uh, yeah. He says, you know what? He says, sometimes... The little fishes, he said something to the effect that some he says, says the, the big fish is the little fish. fish, and I keep on paddling. Yeah, that's what he said. Now, I don't think Tyrion needs to take on Varys because Varys is too slick. Yeah, but Tyrion is slick too. He just hasn't had to be right yet. But while that Varys is real slick. Yeah, I mean, he's they're both really smart. Yeah. And Tyrion, we haven't, I mean, we know he's smart, but we haven't seen the depths of it yet. Yeah. At King Landing because he yes. hasn't had to. But he's going to have to now. You know, yeah. he's, he's somewhat doing it, but mm-hmm. he's, he's, yeah, we haven't but seen I, it. Oh, I really like that, that was scene, a good scene, though. That was a good I was, scene. I was, I was hoping they would show him and her later. Him saying, what the F? I Because you know he went and told her, look, you're going to have to shut shit up. Thank you. Somebody come up in here looking for me. You just say, "Oh, you know, he's he's out right now. Uh, come on back Go hide later, in the back room or, or something. something. Mm. Don't be inviting him in and you but laughing." See, she at doesn't him. do what he he doesn't. She does. She's no. not going to ever do everything that he's telling no. her to do. But she's already told him that, though. Yeah, she told him that from Jump Street, and so you know he can't say he didn't know. Yeah, he didn't know because you know. Okay. Uh, well, the next scene with them is with um, Cersei at the small council. Yeah, where, where the where, cousins delivering that message. Yeah, and you know what? It's so funny that he said what I was thinking. What? Because when she read that and then she tore the paper I up. Know, I know. Like, oh, She's always tearing some shit up. We said that yeah. last time. And he's like, you know, you've perfected the art of tearing up. <laughs> yeah. And I'm thinking, oh, you're going to make it go away because you tear the fuck shit up. Oh, hell no. But when she did that, I thought, oh, Lord, here we go again. Yep. You know. But mm. I like Tyrion saying, you know, why don't we just give back his body since his bones. That's a decent thing to do. Yeah, as a gesture of faith. And she's like, mm-mm, no. Mm-hmm. But to me, that cousin looked more like Gendry than anybody. Didn't he? Look- Didn't he look like Gendry? He looked a lot like him. They should have got someone blonde if they're trying to make it be a relative. Mm. But that's another Yeah, that's another issue, thing. But... Yeah. Anyway, um, and then, but oh, the best part of that whole scene, did you see everybody's face around the table when she asked the cousin about Jamie? Have you seen Jamie? And be, 
Oh man, the everybody. Did you see everybody? Everybody's like Varys oh. looked like, oh shit. And even that little finger, Lord Baelish, he was like, uh oh, what now? Because and she trying to be they're subtle trying to, with they're it. They're trying you know? to show they all have heard the news. They have read the read the news <laughs> that Stannis sent to all seven kingdoms. Ooh, Lord have mercy. Mm-mm-mm. And then when Tyrion said, I don't know how the conversation came up about um, the wildings and, and stuff way up in the well, north. Um, and, and, oh, he got a raven. That Meister gave him, gave him a note uh, that a raven flew in. From the Night's Watch. Right. And, and uh, they were letting him know that they were going out beyond the wall to find Lord Mormont, Commander Mormont, to, to find out about the wildlings and some other stuff that's happening because he was attacked by a man who was supposed to be dead. And Cersei's saying, oh, you know, that's just so much poo-poo. You know, that's just like a little wives' tale. And I loved it when Tyrion said... Lord Momont does not lie. No, he doesn't lie. He don't lie. So, you know, that's going to be interesting, too. And to me, that was some little foreshadowing. Yeah, and I liked how uh, Tyrion um, has changed from season one. What he used to say yes. was hogwash when he was talking to Jon mm-hmm. Snow. But now he's got more credence to it because he's been out there there. he's seen the dedication and the wall Mm -hmm. and the enormity of it and it's got to be for something oh yeah you know so i think i like how he's changing and and that's what i thought was really interesting about her response because her response not only was appropriate because of who she is but because she's never been there Right. And then she says, you've been there once and now, now you're an expert, hon. You believe all these little old wives tales, you know? Well, honey, if you was out there and heard that shit going on at night, mm-hmm. uh, you'd be thinking something too. But yeah, you're right. Or and just seeing the enormity of it. Yeah. I mean, when they first showed the first time when Jon Snow went out beyond and then they showed like the whole little wall thing and how high yeah. up it is, yeah. I thought... What they trying to keep out? Yeah, it's humongous, and you can't yeah. see that and not get respect for what yeah. was built by people and why those people have dedicated themselves to to watching to watching it. Mm-hmm. Now it's not so much dedicated; they're forced, some of them. But yeah. you know, still, you can't help but see that and then kind of believe something must be going on yeah. for yeah. something. So well, that was good. Okay, yeah. now now. The key scene that hurt my heart a little bit with Tyrion and Cersei mm-hmm. when um, she's pissed that he had. Oh wait, we skipped that. Okay. Oh yeah, we you get... want to talk about that one with him yes, and yes, um, yes. The, the guy. His name is Jonas. Janos. 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 Yeah, Janos. Having dinner and wine. Now Janos and... is the guard that killed the baby. Yeah. That killed killed the little baby at at, at uh, uh, Littlefinger's brothel. He's the one that actually put the knife to the baby. And he's also the one who commanded his men to, to take over Ned Stark's men and kill up his yeah, guys. Yeah, and, and kill him because Tyrion asked him about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like this scene. Tyrion, Tyrion was no joke. This is where we see him, his <clears throat> brain power, his smart Brain man. power, yes, yes. that yes. man did not know he was being maneuvered into some mm-hmm. shit, liquored up. Mm-hmm. Um, 
smoothed over so that he could get into him. So uh, he could get the information that he needed information. Because Tyrion already knew what he was going to do. He knew. He knew, but he wanted to get that confirming information that, yes, you the one that gave the order to kill all of uh, Ned Stark's men, and two, you the one that killed them babies. Yeah. And then he wanted to confirm whether it was Joffrey or Cersei who gave the order. Well, he assumed it was Cersei, and Uh it was interesting when the guy says, I never said it was the queen. Yeah. But he still didn't. He didn't he quite didn't catch know it then until he's like, he confirmed he's like, well, it with who her. else would give that order? Mm-hmm. And didn't you also give the order towards? And he's like, yeah, he was a traitor. He's like, well, yeah, I've, I'm sure you've heard all the rumors of my brother and sister. And uh-huh. He's like, oh, I don't listen to that crap. He's mm-hmm. like, well, that's that Lear Laws. He's good, but and I like the line where he said, you know. I plan to be the hand of the king until my father returns. Mm-hmm. And I can't have you lurking around <laughs> killing up hands of the king. Yeah. Killing up folk. Killing, lurking. Lurking uh-huh. and shit. He says, so you got to go. And he says, I'm the, I'm the head of the king's, uh, king's guards Commander or whatever. The, yeah. And he well, says, no, not you're not. Anymore. Yeah. No, you're not. See that man standing there behind you? Well, and he <laughs> felt awful high of himself because yes, he did. when he started getting agitated, calling him imp and dwarf and yeah. shit and you know, irate, you know, he you don't be calling him all kind of confident. names. He says, I got friends at court. Wait till the queen. And uh, he says, the queen appointed me. He says, she's a queen regent. Meaning and she ain't don't nothing. mistake. She ain't your friend. Yeah. I like that. That was good. But and it so, was bothering him. About the baby shit is bothering him. It's bothering him. But yeah, and I think it's because it's it's a helpless yeah baby. It's a baby. I mean, yeah, those kids. It wasn't they felt that, that that Robert was a hoe, right? And went around making all them kids. You know that that was mm, that's just me. But anyway, so you know after he tells Bron, he says, "Do your thing," and Bron tells him, "Come on, come on, fellas." All of them little guard men, they escort his ass out. Because mm-hmm. what did uh, Tyrion say? You're going to take a long ocean voyage, and then you on your way to the wall. <laughs> yeah. He says, and once you get there, it's a long, treacherous trek from the sea to the wall. <laughs> yeah, East Watch by the Sea, which is like the sea portion uh-huh. of the wall. Uh-huh. Which I don't think is manned anymore. So. Well, he, hey, he won't be back. No. And so then the next scene we have is where Cersei's confronting him. Yes. She is mad. And Tyr- that's when Tyrion gets... I don't gets- think she's so mad that... She's mad that he usurped her authority. Right. That there are people who are in the castle now... Uh, she don't control. In King's Landing who now know that Tyrion done gave the orders over her. Well, and that she doesn't control. That's what I'm saying. She controlled that other dude. Exactly. She don't control Bron. She don't control Bron. She don't know Bron, you know. Mm-mm. And she don't control Tyrion either. No. Mm-mm. No. But that's also when, did you see his face? That's also when he got confirmation. That she did That she did nothing. That she knew the order was given to kill all them children. I didn't take, in my interpretation of it, I didn't think she knew until it happened. Oh, oh, oh. In my interpretation so. of that scene... That's when he realized that Joffrey's the one that gave the order yep. and that she didn't really know anything about it. No. I, the, to me, that's not what his face looks like. That's what he said was something to the effect you knew and did nothing. And she said it had to be done. That was her response. It's something that had she to be said, done. Well, he said, did, um, 
Joffrey gave the order and she sat, she didn't say nothing. She just kind of looked around. He's like, and you knew did, or Joffrey didn't tell you or did he, that would make it worse. And she didn't say anything. She said, you go yeah. back and look at that thing. She said it had to be done. Oh, well, I know. She did say that. Mm-hmm. She did say that. So, and, and But he's just me, appalled that, that both of, first them, of all, Joffrey gave the order. She had no control over it. And none. apparently, you know, that she's got no control over Joffrey at over, this point at all. At, Anything. And she doesn't. We yeah. know that. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. We know that when he told and, her. You know, I feel like she wouldn't have done that because she could have done that years ago. She knew there was a little bastard out there. Mm-hmm. But she's okay with it because that means no one's left to take the throne it, from well, Joffrey. And this was all, this all occurred before Stannis sent all them letters. Now everybody knows. So Joffrey's not the right king anyway now. You see what I'm saying? Because he gave that order and stuff. No, Janice had already well, yeah. sent the letters because that's how Joffrey knew. Yeah, Janice had already sent all the yeah, letters. Yeah, he sent so, all yeah. those letters. But my point is that even if she didn't do the order, she didn't. I, I don't. I honestly don't think she knew he was doing that until it happened. I do. I think she. Now knew. she could have maybe stopped it if she wanted, but at that point he would he wouldn't have listened. Right. But, and but now that she knows, she's like. Whatever. Well, they need to be done. I don't interpret it that way at all. I think she knew. I think she knew, like, when he gave the order. I think she knew. And actually, while she's standing there and he's done dismissed her ass, she knows her son. I think yeah. she knew. Yeah. I think she knew. What he would do. But she can't do nothing because she done played her hand too hard. Well, actually, because when she smacked him, that did it. Actually, in that same vein, if you think about it, she might have put this thought in his head. There you in go. In that conversation. Because remember when he said, so, before she slapped him, so my father has had all these other kids out of wedlock. She's like, well, why do you, or, uh, do you think that they're going to try to take your claim to the throne? He's like, there's no claim. I, this is my throne. Exactly. And that could have been her little seed that exactly. she put in his mind. I think she knew. And, and when you go back and look at that scene... In my opinion, the re- the emotional response, the facial response of Tyrion, he believes that she knew. Yeah. He believes that she knew, and he is just appalled. I mean, he knows his sister's pretty pretty low down and dirty, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and does uh, mean stuff. But I think even he's surprised because... He was probably trying to, uh, you know, leave that little glimmer of hope in his mind that certainly she's not quite that bad. Bad. And that, that mean. That, that, that far Unfeeling. Gone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. So. Okay. And then she doesn't like him. I mean, I think she feels his astonishment at her yes. evilness. Yes. And so she's like, look, you and Jamie have never taken this shit seriously. You've got to... Um, do what you have to do when you're a king and you're yeah. ruling mm-hmm. and you guys have never taken it seriously. It's always fallen on me. Mm-hmm. And that's when I see, you know, you see his face twitching and you're like, what the hell is he laughing for? Yeah. And then he says, well, yeah, from what, uh, the wrath Santa says, Jamie's falling on you a lot. Oh, I know. That was cold blooded. But you know what? Oh, no. We have seen now. Yeah. She don't like it when you fuck with her about Jamie and her. Oh, yeah. She slapped her son. Yeah. She uh, got back at Littlefinger for doing it. You can't joke about her and Jamie. Yes, right. Together. Yes, right. And she turned the shit. And this is the part that hurt my heart a little bit to see Tyrion's I face. I know it. She is. 
She's a bitch, boy. She's mean. Oh, yeah, you're funny. You've always been funny, but the greatest joke ever was at the beginning when you ripped our mother. My mother. She didn't say our. No, she said my. When you ripped my mother in two and killed her. Because he said she was my mother, too. She's Mm -hmm. like, my mother uh, forsaking my mother for you. That was mean. That and and his face. I know. That was so mean. And then she got up and left. She's mean one. She's mm. But you know what I would like if I don't know if they would ever do this because it doesn't quite match the um tone of the show, but if they ever did a flashback mm. to her younger to see how she got this way, there's a reason she's like this. It ain't just because she's mean off of nothing. There's a reason that she feels this way, that she acts this way, and I wanna know what it is. Mm. I don't feel like that it was I feel like she feels like some, or someone has told her this is what she's got to do to preserve the family, to preserve their name, to, to, to sleep with her brother, to keep having all these inbred kids, to keep the bloodline pure. I don't think she would have come up with this on her own. Well, I don't know. Who knows? But there's some reason why she's I don't like know, this, because she is evil. Because in that conversation with her and Robert... Uh, where she was asking him, was there ever a time that you ever loved me? And he let her know, no. Nah. Because, see, he married her for the Lannister name. It, and it, money. Yeah, and money. Yeah. I mean, that was that was a political thing. That was a political right, move right, on her part. Right, uh, By her father. Because uh, just like Daenerys Targaryen, you know, her brother married her off to call Drago. You know, because that's what they did to the women then. But with that conversation, though... Uh, you get the information that, n- number one, she was very young. Number two, she really did want to make a good wife. Yeah. And, and love him. And, and love him. But he never loved her. And she felt that way, too. Yeah. She felt that, see. Yeah. And he probably so, treated her shitty. Right. And all so I think, I think that is what did it. That I don't think be. there's. That could be. I don't think there's anything in her upbringing necessarily except that her father is an a-hole. Yeah. You know, I mean, he's an arrogant a-hole. Yeah. And you can tell by the way the Lannisters behave, or the daddy anyway, that, you know, women are like the cattle. And, you know, it. it you certainly don't have your women in high re- uh, regard. That's why Joffrey feels that shit. You know? So, mm. anyway, that's what I think happened because that conversation was very revealing. Very revealing. Yeah, the one with her and Robert back yeah. in the day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. right before that he, could be, he that died. Could be that could be what had Because, I mean, bitter. right now, she's about probably 32, 35, something like that. You know, her actual character. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, she's not that old. She's probably still in her 20s if she probably got married a little young. Well, I don't think quite that young because uh, even even uh, Daenerys Targaryen, she was, what, 14? I, I, think, I think she was 14 or 15 when he first gave her to call Drogo. Mm-hmm. I mean, in the show, they're making it seem like she's a little older, but she really was no. in, you know, the teens, early teens. Well, I think in uh, the book. Uh, uh, that scene where he is telling her, her brother's telling her to get ready uh, and bathe herself and stuff. I mean, somewhere in there, I, I seem to recall uh, him mentioning 14. You, you know, you're 14 years now. No, or, I don't think they or ever mentioned 15 age. or something. Anyway, I got that from somewhere. And I don't read the online stuff, so. Anyway, yeah. okay, let's move on to Khaleesi. 
Oh. Well, I mean, what do I they feel expect? so bad. Well, you know, this scene kind of irritated me. The part that irritated me about the scene was, what the hell did they expect? You done told your ass that the only thing all around this red waist was other calls. Yeah. Who, I mean, when they meet, another, when each, uh, what do they call it? Tribe or group? Yeah. Tribe. Uh, clan. When they meet each other, the, the calls both fight to see who's going to take over mm-hmm. the entire thing. So, and the only place they don't fight is that homeland, mm-hmm. that home area that they were at last season. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking, when you send your people off in three directions by themselves, what do you think? If they meet up with someone like that, that they're going to let them go? Yeah. So, I don't know. I guess I just The thing that irritated that me the way. most was that eerie crying. Well, she can't help it. She can't help it. I mean, that that was her husband. She she can't help it. You know, it's their belief that that. But uh, I did. Go ahead. Sorry. Well, you know, I mean, it's their belief that when you cutting off their ponytail and and cutting off their head and stuff like she said, they butchered him like an animal. True. You and know, they don't so, have his ritual to right. bury to They don't have his body yeah. and stuff. So that's their belief system. Mm-hmm. So yeah, she'd be very upset. You know. I just don't like this red waist stuff. And I know that's part yeah. of the you know, part of the story, but mm-hmm. I want them to get past it and get to where they can thrive again. Mm-hmm. You know, but I know that there's a process to it, but yeah, I was just thinking, you know, you should have sent them all in the same direction. So at least they could back each other. Up. I was a little upset. Upset. Yeah. I was a little, a little mad. Wow. Okay. That so, was the only scene we had her and we had no dragons. No. Okay. Before we get to the night's watch and them crazy ass man and his wives, girl, daughters, whatever up there. Um, Let's talk about, damn, this scene was bothering me. Which one? Little Finger. Yes. In his brothel. First of all, okay. Oh, Oh. the whole scene bothered me, but you know what? It was fascinating, though. No, it was not fascinating. Yes, it is, because that dude is evil. Well, Lord Baelish and... He is evil. But the, the scene preceding... The conversation was what bothered me. Oh, that didn't bother me that much. Ugh. But his conversation... I mean, because uh, uh, people don't understand, when you go to brothels and stuff like that, yeah, there's going to be somebody watching you. It's not the watching part. The one chick that's supposed to be ethnic... Yeah. Just got... He had to wipe her mouth, yep. turned around and kissed the other dude. <laughs> and I was like... <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Let that be a lesson to all the men out there. You don't know. Oh, oh this is why I don't understand why men go to prostitutes. Dang, oh. somebody just been with this woman. You Her know? mouth was, ugh, okay. I thought that scene was good because that's really the truth of it. Yeah, that was good. That's the really truth of it. That was Them nice. women do like, uh, 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 men and prostitutes do, you know, back to back to back all day long. Now, this you know, is what, did I say this last week? Is this woman, Roz, mm-hmm. is this the Roz chick that they were talking about in season one? Because I don't know if it is. I mean, I, I, I keep wanting know, to, I need I to go know. back and watch it. Because I know she's got the reddish hair. And last week, I kept thinking, is this the Roz? Because now she's mm-hmm. like the madam of the place. Or she's running it when uh, Little Fingers gone. gone. 
But I don't know if that's her, if that's the same girl. I need to maybe somebody I can write in know. and tell us if this is supposed to be Roz. I don't think it is. I don't think so. I don't either. think it's a, no. I don't think I don't it's recall the same her one. being looking the same. But the, this is the thing that got me <clears throat> because we've only seen her like recruiting a new prostitute. And showing her around the place and stuff, you get the fact that, just like you said, you know, she's running the place when Lord Bailey's just gone. Right. But she's just one of them hoes. Well, I mean, if this is the Ross, if, or, or It doesn't me, make any difference. If this, this is the same not. woman that was in, like, episode three of last season where he he was, she was doing stuff with another girl while right. he was talking. Right. He's already seen that she's smart and takes direction. Right. She's got skills. So... I'm guessing who else would you have train your new people? Well, and, and it could be the same run one. Shit because she knows how to tell them right. how to do but things. But she's still just uh, another one of them. But hoes. that's what he was telling her. He's just, you she, still she's just, just another hoe. And if you don't make people. me some money, you're going to have to go. I'm going to be selling your ass off to some pervert. Next. Exactly. Yeah. Because that's what, I mean, you know, she can't help it that she, that's quite upsetting that you see some grown ass men killing a new, a little bitty baby. Yeah. Stabbing him up. And he, when you know? he said, he's like, uh, yeah, that was poorly handled. Yeah. And that's his, uh, uh, uh he don't care about them. Hell babies. no. No. He she don't. was lucky to have the baby there. I'm yeah. thinking. Yeah. That's true. Honestly. And obviously they lived there because the baby was there with her while she's mm-hmm. working. So, mm-hmm. I mean, to me, she was lucky to have the baby there and him not saying you got to go cause there's a baby. That's true. But you know, I mean, what did she expect him to say? I don't know. But she obviously did not expect to hear that. When he started Honest. the story, I was sitting there watching it. When he started the story, I thought, oh, shit. Here we go. Here it comes. That was a good scene, though. That was a good scene. And he but was in man. And she, in her face, you could tell as he was talking. Yeah. You could see she was like, oh, shit, yeah. I know what he's trying to oh, say. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, I felt like he was, look, if this was my business, I'd be like, me? What, I mean, I ain't paying you to cry. <laughs> and he, he said, look, That's what you take said. the night to mourn the baby, and tomorrow I want to see you come on back and be happy, huh? Because that's going to make me happy. Yeah. Hey, he gave, he gave her the whole day off. Yeah. Well, the whole I mean, night. what you going to do? Yeah, that's true. That's true. That was just a, yeah, that was, was a very, very poignant scene. That was very, very good because, man, it told you a lot about him and a lot about mm-hmm. her. Yeah. Master coin. Yeah, uh-huh. That's all he care about is, is the, the money. money. He says, it. what do you say? I don't like to make bad investments. Yeah. It bothers But the me. way he did it, it's like, if she would have said, like, yeah, but he would have probably just choked her up right then. Mm-hmm. And been done with it. Oh, she knew she couldn't say nothing. Yeah, she didn't say That's a word. She didn't say nothing. She didn't say a word. But yeah, that was cold blooded when he said, "Oh, just a moment," and he goes, oh, "They wipe that chick's mouth." Ugh. <laughs> that was just nasty to the teeth. Oh Lord! I was like, I tell you, being a being a hoe in them days, or, or at that place, dang, and them is some fat nasty no, no, people. No, no, being a woman, period. Because yeah. we're gonna get to it. I know. Okay, well, I'll wait and save that comment for when we get to the other scenes. But, okay, yeah. But yeah, that that was actually a good scene. It was very good. But that first part of that scene, I just was like, okay, no, I can't watch that. <laughs> oh, 
I did, I mean, it didn't bother me because, I mean, think about it, though. That's what prostitutes do. I know. That's what they do every day that they are prostitutes. That's I what know, they do. But, ugh. Okay. <laughs> oh, that was freaking me out. Okay, so now we're going to be up in the... Shall we go to Rob uh, uh, or Theron and stuff or the uh, the Theon, North? Theon, Theon Greyjoy? Yeah. This nasty motherfucking ass. <clears throat> First of all. I don't like him. Why he think he a player? For, uh, I'll tell you why. Little smarmy looking skinny nasty. thing. I'll tell you exactly why. Why? This is exactly why. He has been raised up as a ward. I found the word ward. Mm-hmm. And last week I said wrong. I said that. Um, his daddy gave him to uh-huh, no. what you call it to yeah. a Ned. No, Ned took him. He's a hostage. Yeah, and mm. took him, but he raised him up with his kids. Right. Okay. So all his life, well, since he's been a ward of Ned Stark, nine years. We, yeah, we find out. So I feel like they're um, seventeen. Seventeen. Because he said his dad said you. He's had him you longer than I had you. So he had to be about eight mm-hmm. or so. But anyway, I feel like. Okay, he was a ward, and yes, he was a prisoner, but he came to, you know, he grew up with Ned Stark, and even though he told Rob that shit, I don't know if he truly believed it, that he, you know, Ned taught me how to be a man, and da 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 But he, his whole life being with the Starks, he was like second fiddle. He was like a, uh, what do you call it, servant, mm-hmm. kind of. And he's reminded of that often mm-hmm. um, during the first season. Now he feels like, and that's why he wanted Rob to let him go back, because he felt like he was going to be welcomed with open arms. He did. Fanfare. <laughs> Everyone's going to be, oh, Theon, you're back. We love you. And now that he is able to, thinking that he's the heir to the throne of the Iron Islands, mm-hmm. he's going to try to be the Lord mm-hmm. as he's seen Ned and all the Starks be. Yep. So that's all that shit about talking to that little girl in the boat. Yeah, well, when they come, when they see me, everybody's gonna be waiting. Who's important yeah. for yeah. me? And you're nothing. And um, that's why we take our salt wives and we have our other wives and this and that and the other. He, yeah, you know, that's how he was trying to be the Lord because he can't be the Lord when he's with Rob. That's true. And, and I thought that was mean when he told her, "Why don't you smile with your mouth closed?" That was mean. She did have some teeth. <laughs> Well, don't be she fucking with her then. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> wait, wait, that's why he turned and, her over. And that's what I said at the time. I thought, well, damn, then what you doing going to be she's the only her. chick on the boat. Exactly. Yeah, that was mean. That's mean. That was very mean. Like like he's such a looker. Uh, thank you. Dang. Dirty and scraggly and uh-huh. shit. And then, and then um, she's like, oh, please take me with you. Um, I want to be your salt wife. And and I, my dad's gonna be mad at me, you know, when you leave because he's gonna call me a whore. He's like, "Why well, haven't paid you?" Mm. I don't like him. I don't like him either. But I hadn't mm. liked him for a while. And then when okay, this is another part that kind of got me, but I think it was for a reason. But it was. I know what you're gonna say. Go ahead. When he gets to shore and he's all swaggering and shit. Oh yeah, well I've got the wine and and the heir to the Iron uh, Islands, me and he's all swaggery to that old guy, mm-hmm. and then the girl comes up 
to take him back. And that whole ride on the horseback, and he's trying to feel her up yeah. and shit. I'm like, you don't know who the fuck this is, dude. And at the whole time, I was thinking, there's something fishy about this girl. Because she's just mm-hmm. letting him touch her and do whatever. Mm-hmm. Who does that? Yeah. She didn't give a, a rat. Mm-hmm. She knew who he was. She knew he, yeah, she knew who he was. Mm-hmm. She definitely knew. And that's that's the part I think they did on purpose to show. Yep. She don't give a fuck. She yep. don't care who is who. Well, and then we find out later, well, she's just like a dude because she's been commanding men, fighting men, killing men. Yep. So, you know, don't think of her as some little girl. Thank you. Mm-hmm. She don't care. Are you my brother? Whatever. You want to fill up? Okay, fill up. <laughs> I'm going to get my jollies and go on. It cracked me up when the daddy said, you dress like a girl. <laughs> I know. That I like the dad, actually. Yeah. I actually like the dad. But I, I could see where Catelyn is correct. He is not trustworthy. He's not going to be. Mm-mm. First of all, Theon is so busy thinking that he's high horse on the hog. And he's the sole heir. And he's the sole heir. To the Iron Islands. I love no. how, you know, he's there for business and he's got this proposition for the dad. Mm-hmm. The dad cuts all that shit to the quick and he's just reduced back down to what he was. Yep. And the daddy starts off with, well, let me see. How do you feel about Ned Stark dying? Because mm-hmm. he know. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, well, what's done is done. He's like, mm-hmm, well, let me see you. He's like, why you got them ju- dress on? <laughs> and I, like love, less, I love the part where he's like, did you pay the iron price for that? Mm-hmm. Or did you pay with gold? Mm-hmm. And Theon knew he didn't want to say. Exactly. He, said, he finally said gold, though. Yeah, he did. Mm-hmm. He snatched that thing off, said, take mm-hmm. that shit off. Mm-hmm. And... um. Yeah, daddy like, don't play. Daddy's like, see, I knew it. They done got you. They done made you a Stark now. Mm, not really. Not really. But I, he's like, well, I'm your only heir. I'm going to I'm gonna help uh, with this battle and, and run this battle for you. And there comes Yara walking back in. Mm-hmm. And him talking around. Why'd you, why are you here? I told you to wait. How'd you get past the guards? She said, anything with the cop, that's easy to do. And ain't that the truth? Easy to fool. Easy to fool. I, lo- I like her, though. She just walked in like, mm, mm-hmm. what, MF or what? She's yeah. like, yeah. She could probably take him, though. Oh, she could. Mm-hmm. She could kick his butt. Yep. Mm-hmm. And uh, obviously, she's younger than him. Yeah, you can tell. And he's like, but well, she's a girl. She can't fight no battles. And I like to have a dad. And this is the only man so far. The only man. Except for Ned, maybe. Well, even Ned. No, had Ned this, didn't Ned, do this. Ned had this thing that you're a girl, you're going to marry off someone. Exactly. And Arya is the one that told him, no, I'm not doing all that. Yeah. But this is the only guy in the whole story who said, she... Knows who she is. Mm-hmm. She's taken over your brother's ship when he died. Mm-hmm. She's commanded men. She's killed men. She's been in this on this island every uh, day of her life, except when she's been at sea. Yep. She knows who she is. Yep. In other words, Yoaz, who's been over at the uh, Starks at, uh, yep. and, went and to bed. dressing like a girl, in his opinion, mm-hmm. and paying gold instead of the iron price, mm-hmm. ain't doing shit for me, oh, but yeah. my daughter will. Mm-hmm. And he said, he ain't going to give me nothing. I'm, I'm going to take, take it. it. I'm going to pay the iron price. I'm going to take it. Mm-hmm. And what that girl said uh, in the boat, she said, well, my daddy doesn't trust you guys from the Iron Island. He says that you guys are all reavers and rapers and da yeah. da Well, in one of the interactive features, yeah. it says that the iron price is that 
those folks from that place, they are scavengers, basically. Yep. They're weavers. They take... That's exactly what I thought of them as. He said, you know, when they say their their house symbol is we do not sew, yep. meaning we don't grow shit, we don't we plant don't work, shit, we gonna we going to snatch shit. your shit. <laughs> but you know what? As soon as he got there, and just by the conversation with the old man, what you got? What you got on the boat and stuff? Uh-huh. I kind of... It, it did remind me, but after that conversation where he tells their, uh, Theon about his sister and, you know, how she's killed men, this, and the other, and, and uh, the Starks ain't going to give me nothing. I'm going to take what I got. Let me tell you, what I thought was, I love the movie Serenity, and I thought about the Reavers. That's yes. exactly what I thought about. Yeah, I know. We haven't heard that yeah. word for a while. I, it, that's exactly what Reavers. I thought about. I thought, ooh, wee, these going to be some bad people. I can't wait to see him... And uh, Stannis be clashing. Because Stannis is mean too. But, but who, but this is the thing. When he left and Theon says, well, you can't fight the Lannisters alone. Yeah. And win. He's like, well, who's anything about the Lannisters? Right. He told, oh, you know he's going to go after Rob. Thank you. Oh, he's going right after Rob. Rob. Because he mad he anyway. might join up with one of the Baratheons. Yeah, no, that's true, too. To, against to Rob. It. Right, or against whoever. Yeah, that's true. So, you know. That's going to be interesting to see. I have a feeling. What he means. I have a feeling, yeah, he's exactly going to go after the Starks. Because the Starks yep, took, took his, son. his son's mm-hmm. lives. The two mm-hmm. that died. Yep. He took his last son. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he has his daughter, but, I mean, that's his family. And when he said, Rob thinks of me as a brother, he's like, don't you say brother in my hearing. Yeah, that's true. They took your brothers. Mm-hmm. They took their lives. And then I like that scene when he when Yara was there and he said, you know, she took that's over true. the boat when your brother died. And then they both put their hands over their hearts mm-hmm. and said that what's dead may never die. I guess that's yep. their little slogan for yeah. Um, rest in peace or you know whatever, whatever you say when, about someone who's dead mm-hmm. I kind of like that and he was kind of slow to do it but he did it mm-hmm. but it just kind of showed even more how he wasn't part of the family anymore yeah. mm-hmm. I don't know that scene I like the Baylon Greyjoy I know he's going to be like a kind of a bad character against the Starks but I kind of mm-hmm. liked how he handled Theon I liked how he did yes, and he I liked did. how he treated the daughter and he is just not going to be for any foolishness. He don't care who thinks what. No. He don't care. He's no. going to do what is the most expedient for him. Yep. You know, which I kind of like that. I like that a lot. Yeah, I kind of like that. I'm interested to see how this plays out because I can't see Theon going back now. He's going to want to prove. Oh, he's going to definitely daddy. try to prove. And yeah. he's going to try to one up Yara. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. And I hope she kicks his ass. Oh, you know she's going to have to kick his ass. Okay. Shall we? Uh, oh, you want to talk about Stannis and his little witch lady? Or Rob, uh, let's say Rob Stark and them for last. John. I mean, well, we uh, don't see Rob. Uh, John Snow, I mean. Yeah. 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 You want to do Davos and the pirate? We get our person of color. That's true. <laughs> That's true. The little we black just pirate. Talk, we were just talking about that. And what is his name? Let's see. It's Salador, son. Yeah, Salador, I did write that down. Me, Salador. Yeah, it's Salador. I, he was funny to me. Well, he was cracking me up. Well, but 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 think about it. That's the way they portray pirates because a pirate is just like 
that uh, 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 Greyjoy guy. He gonna take whatever. Oh yeah. They're not gonna be working. They they're gonna be working at taking your shit. Right. And so. A lot of times in movies, even though they're ruthless and will kill you for your stuff, but they're gregarious type, you know, yeah, personalities. Yeah. So I thought he was perfect. I oh, I did too. Perfect. No, yeah. no, no. But I, I mean, I chuckled on a couple of his lines mm-hmm, and comments. Mm-hmm. I actually kind of uh, liked him and I like seeing the other side of Davos. Yes. Davos Seaworth. Well, his son was the one cracking me up and Ugh. that's. Mathos because no, his son need to get popped. Well, his son is one of them religious fanatics. Well, his son is like Jon Snow. He need to shut the hell up yeah. and let the grown folks well, handle it. John ain't quite that bad though. But his son, Mathos, is a religious fanatic, so therefore he tries to put everything in the context of religion. Yeah. And but I liked uh uh Salador's response because he was just laughing him off like <laughs> He's like, I've been all over the world and heard, heard the same thing. Yeah, same thing from everybody. Yeah. You know, none of y'all, none of y'all know shit. None of y'all know what God is, you but know. But it was funny when he's like, okay, you want me to back the guy with the smallest army? He said, why would I do that? Mm-hmm. And it just shows how they both, like they say, they don't trust each other, but respect each other. Yeah. And have been friends for a long time and how they both know each mm-hmm. other. And it just kind of shows that he's. He trusts at least as trusts as what uh, Davos is saying as far as the money part of it. Because they used to both, I guess, pillage together. Oh, definitely. And then when he mentioned, this is the first time I realized this, that he mentioned that um, Stannis had chopped off all his fingers for stealing or something. But yet he still is bound to him. Mm Mm-hmm. In some way. And you kind of see why when he talks to the son later and said, look, you know, our lives are totally different all because of Stannis. I had never thought in my days that we would be where we are. You can read. Mm-hmm. You're going to be a knight someday. And that's mm-hmm. all because of Stannis. So I think that's why he's kind of pledged himself to yep. him. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was funny or not funny, but it's kind of sad when he said, you can read. I know. And you're a knight. And the yeah. son's trying to say, well, why don't you learn to read me? You know, you just because he wants him to read the damn Bible mm-hmm. or the book or whatever. But that's what I'm saying. Talking about, but, He's a religious fanatic. Yeah. But I think it, it says a lot about Davos to allow his son that liberty to that choice because he don't believe in that crap. Yeah. But he doesn't denigrate his son for believing in it. He just yeah. thinks it's it's foolish and unnecessary. Yeah, and when um, Salador said, You're, I never thought you'd have a son that was a believer like this. And he's yeah. Like, yeah, he's young. Yeah. He's yeah, like, that, that, yeah, he's, he's young. young yet. But see, when it's your kids, I mean, it's your kids, you know? Yeah. So, but yeah, I thought it was real interesting that we just had this conversation and up pops a little darkie. Sister <laughs> <laughs> Jay. And I thought, okay, so what? what's everybody going to say? Oh, yeah, the black one got to be the pirate, huh? Well, I mean, he has to be someone new to exactly. the story because, you know, they're not going to have any black family members in, the, in there somewhere. Oh, hey, you never know. I mean, there is, there's probably the possibility, but they haven't introduced anyone yet. That's so it true. had to be an outside character. That's true. And what was cracking me up was he was like, oh, yeah. 
mm, my name would sound good in some songs. I know. <laughs> I want. He says, I want the queen. That's the only thing. I, he said, I want the gold too, but I want the queen. Yeah, he said, I want the gold too. That's mm-hmm. what he said. He said, but, but I, I want the, the queen. queen. And so he had to tell him, well, look, I promise you all the gold you want, but I can't promise you the queen. Yeah. <laughs> that was cracking me up. I said, please. And then he, he was, and then that math of his like, fussing again well you we're not doing all this so you can get the queen and rape her he's like i'm not gonna rape her <laughs> and then he he's like you don't know how persuasive i could be i haven't tried to fuck you yet <laughs> and then he started reaching for her and that little boy got scared and then what was funny was when he went and walked away and went to reach for the boy the boys all tried to run back and he's, he's stumbling in that same stumbling <laughs> so I don't know how you know um, I don't know how many episodes he'll be on that well, we'll actually see yeah. him but at least it was that was, it was interesting to see it was good to see someone of color on the show yeah it was but and that was but, an interesting character so if we if we do see them go in the ships and go to war hopefully mm-hmm. they bring that character back out so we can learn more well there'll be more because he's got 30, 30 ships 30, that's a lot so you know it's be a lot of black folk on them ships well if all the pirates are black. Well, but probably from the island he's from. Yeah. The Maybe. Same, you know? So, anyway, I thought that was, that, that was you know, interesting that we had just had that conversation. And, oop, up popped this episode with him in it. So. Yeah, and what, we, what was interesting to learn, though, was all that stuff about Davos. Yes. And his son and how he felt about Stannis. Mm-hmm. And even his son said, Mathos, his son said... Yeah, Stannis is my king too, but he's just a man. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, I believe, I, you know, I give myself to him, but he's still just a man. Well, I want you to have the God as your higher power. But see, to me, I like that pirate scene because we do learn a whole lot about Davos. First of all, we learned that he's known uh, Salador for about 30 years. Yeah. So a long time. So that lets you know that Davos has probably not always been an honorable man. That's where well, I know he was a smuggler pirate. Yeah. yeah there yeah, you go. Yeah, we know so that. that's yeah. why his fingers got chopped. Right. So to me, it's, it's, yeah, it's appropriate that now he would be that or, or feel that loyal to Stannis since in his mind, Stannis gave him all this stuff, which is a life for his son, his son can read and you know, all that other yeah. Mm-hmm. It made sense to me. Okay. So then on to the next thing with them. It, they're at that huge table, which is really kind of cool. Yeah, that was cool. Like a map in the battleground where they kind of mm-hmm. map out what they're going to do. Mm-hmm. And I like that scene, and too. And all the kingdoms, too. I like the scene because as they go through the scene and she's kind of walking around the table, you get to see more of it. But Yeah. Um, so he tells them that Salador's going to fight with them and um he'll have all the ships so that'll give him more power. 30 ships yeah more mm-hmm. power it didn't say how many men that would be but still no but he just said 30 ships mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but stannis is still more concerned about how many people he has to fight mm-hmm. and he's saying i know i cannot beat my brother i should have all the men my brother got because yeah those are my men my men that's what he said mm-hmm. so that gives us a warning he's gonna have to go talk to his brother well, we already know, yeah, they're yeah. going to have a conversation. But and hopefully he don't start it off with, 
those are my men. I need them. I don't he think needs so. To, he but needs to, to be. To me, the interesting thing about that is we find out about his wife. Yes. She must be crazy. No. She or said, something. She said she's weak. She's sickly. Yeah, but I think I got the feeling that they were talking about mental. No. M- mental. I didn't. Illness. No. Because when she took off her little. First of all, it showed that he hasn't slept with her yet. Mm-hmm. The witch or the chick, the red chick. Melisandre. Melisandre. The red priestess, mm-hmm. whatever. It showed that they hadn't had sex yet or they hadn't been together yet because, you know, he immediately goes, I'm, I have a wife. And she's like, yeah, but she's weak, sickly. She's, she's locked, locked up, up in a in tower, tower somewhere. And she hasn't given you any sons, only stillborns. Yeah. Well, if she's weak, weakly sickly mm-hmm. and only having miscarriages and stuff she's probably sickly yeah that's I, I didn't take it as mental sickness but by now she might be mentally sick if she's never around anybody and she mm-hmm. all her babies are dying you would be mm-hmm. crazy after that but i mean at the time and then she said the same the thing that he wanted to hear the most i can give you a son yep and that was well, all he needed to course, hear of course because you know she, she's the she's the witchy lady or the priestess or whatever she knows what he wants, of course, because mm-hmm. she, 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 you know, the first time we ever even see them out on the beach where she, they're burning up all the uh, 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 wooden god statues and stuff, you get the definite feeling that she's leading this dude. Yeah. You know, she may not be telling him, okay, do this, do this, do this, because, you know, you got to let men think it's their idea. But she's definitely she leading him. She don't even him. do that, though. No, she doesn't. But I mean, she's influencing him, It was him, interesting when um, Davos and his son were in there. He looked at her and then he says, okay, leave us alone. Exactly. And she didn't even say nothing, but she was looking at him. Mm-hmm. He's like, okay, uh, apparently we got to talk, so yeah. y'all need to go. Yeah. And they know it too. Because Davos immediately looked at her. Was looked like, at her. Uh, okay, mm-hmm. uh, we going. And then he, her, why do you think, now this is, I didn't get. Why did she need to tell his son Fire is the pure death, or death is purest with fire. Because like he is religious fanatic. I know, but he why believes all does that he need stuff. to know that particular thing? Well, because... Does she want him to burn her, his daddy up or something? She is influencing him. Well, right, I probably, know. Probably in a couple of episodes, we're going to find out. But when we first meet her, she's saying the same thing to the whole group, to the whole city. And what are they doing? They are burning right. all the statues of the old gods. So, right. So, my thing is, is she trying to sell him to go burn some shit up? Or burn his daddy up or burn something. Why does she need to tell him that right there? Well, don't know. And whisper it, more importantly. Because mm-hmm. she said the other line out loud and the mm-hmm. other part she whispered. So I'm like, hmm, who, why is she, what is she telling him to do? Mm-hmm. I don't know either. But guess we'll know in another episode or so. Yeah, I would like to know more about this and why, you know, she said, I don't tell the God anything he tells me, and I just do what he's saying. Mm-hmm. And she said she's seen it in the flames or the fire that he will win, but he's got to give all of himself. So, I mean, he kind of pushed back, which makes me think she's not really got full control over him or she, he's not mesmerized. Well, no. But there's I mean, something. She's influencing him, though. But, of course, of course, he's not mesmerized. He's not walking around like a zombie or nothing. You know, he, he can think for himself and everything. Uh, uh, because, um, and especially in the, um, in the scene last week where, 
uh, little squire guy was writing the letters to all the kingdoms yeah. and stuff, and and he would correct him at every every other word. No, no, he's a sir, so still put that sir in there. You know, he is a knight, you know, yeah. so call him sir. And and no, I didn't love my brother. He didn't love me and stuff. So you know, he still has his own mind and and wants things done like he wants them done. But she is definitely influencing him. Yeah, definitely, and and especially now. She gonna give him a son. Oh, and this, yeah, and this is what where, I, and then so he just lays her out on the table and boom, and I'm like, okay, so all the chicks in this show so far, what we've had, two of them in this episode, they just start having sex. They don't have no foreplay, nothing. Boom, <laughs> take off the clothes, bam. Well, but that's what they do. Oh no, that's what they do. That's crazy. That's what they do because, you know, I mean. Mm, I, I don't know, but I'm. I was like, okay. And well, on the table, the thing that got me was in that scene with Stannis and and the priestess was all that shit on the table, and it was and the show to drop it on the floor. Now wouldn't that be in in her sticking in her back, in her legs and stuff? Yeah. Mm-mm, no. And the table has grooves in it anyway. Yeah. It wasn't like a flat table. Yeah. So she gonna be all marked up. She she don't. But anyway, yeah. okay, let's move on to. I think the last John Snow and Samuel or uh, Samuel Sam. and all that. Oh Lord, have mercy! Gilly. First of all, I'm sorry, but that's a homely chick. Well, yeah. I'm... This little, this little one Gilly. of his wives, Gilly, Gilly, Gilly. Is that what her name the is? The cool thing is, we got to see Ghost. Yeah, I love I love the wolf. I love the dire wolves. Yeah, and we got to see Sam, which I I like Sam. Uh, he get on my nerves. Why? Cause I like Sam. He's in the nice watch of all things, and he's so malleable. I don't like that. That's the point. I know that's the point, but I don't like him. I don't I like, like him. <laughs> I like him a lot. Stupid and the dude. Guy playing him to me. Gets that innocence correct. He does. I mean, he's playing the character very well. He's, yeah. But I mean, he must have not had to suffer or nothing because there is no way I believe that you know the penalty for looking or talking or whatever at one of these women is to get your eyeballs gouged out or your hand cut off or something. And he, what's he doing? I'll tell you exactly why. Shit. I'll tell you exactly why. Okay, this exactly is why. Okay, when he and first you, of all, huh? And this ain't something you read in the book, is it? No, no, oh, I okay. haven't read the book <laughs> yet. This is, uh, but I'll tell you why. Um, first of all, he's been talking about girls since last season. That's true. I miss talking to girls. Not that he ever was with a girl. We know this, but he misses just having a gentle woman around because he's gentle. Yeah. He's a gentle soul. He's not mean. He feels for, he has empathy for people, blah, blah, blah. So he misses that woman's softness and touch. And he's around all these rough and tumble dudes that at first season just wanted to beat him up and stuff. But now they're friends, which is good. Um, but even with all the talking, you know, he was talking before he got, uh, got near her mm-hmm. about girls. He's like, oh, yeah, I like the girls. It's really bad that. He's got all these girls to himself, whatever, whatever. So when he sees her being kind of accosted by ghosts, well, of course, he's going to... Ghost one of them rabbits she was carrying. Yeah. Skinned rabbits. He, he's like, 
No, go, go, ghost. Because he doesn't want to see anyone hurt, first of all. And then it's a girl. So then he goes over. I think he does it before he thinks about it. Of course he does. Which is what she says. You're not supposed to touch me. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah. I just want to see if you're okay. This is what did it for him, to me. I think he's forever going to help this girl until whatever happens. He's not going to think about himself. He's going to help her regardless. Because she looked at him and said, you're very brave. And that's the one thing Mm -hmm. in the first season we find out has been his demon inside is that he's a coward. He told him he's a coward. His daddy told him he was a coward. That's the reason why his daddy made him leave home is because he was a coward and wouldn't amount to anything. And all this time, that's why he does the work he does at the Night's Watch. He couldn't fight. He couldn't do anything else because he's afraid and he's a coward. And someone has labeled him this. And for someone to turn around, and a girl too, to say, you are brave, you saw it in his eyes because they kind of focused on his face when she said it. That's all he needed. He's in love with her now. And maybe not in love and love like the real love. I got you. But he is like, oh my, you know, it's given him something in his heart that he mm. needed to hear someone tell him that he's brave. Mm. Because his whole life he's been told he's a coward. And he even accepts it now without blinking and told the guys that when he well, first got there. what I want to know. And so that's why, to me, he's taking that risk. He doesn't even consider it a risk. This is what I want to know. He tells Rob, we got to help her because she's pregnant. Then the next thing you see, the the, the daddy when taking a baby. Whose baby is that? Some other wife's baby. Okay, that's what I'm thinking. daughter wife's baby. Yeah, daughter wife because... Yeah, she's not even showing. Okay, gotcha. Or at least we haven't seen it yet Mm -hmm. that she's showing. But it wasn't her baby. It's some other... Yeah. He's got probably 50 of them of all ages and ranges. Mm-hmm. So that was some other baby. Mm-hmm. And John, you know, is correct. What are they going to do with this? We, they can't go with this pregnant girl. But I kind of liked what Sam said when John said, what are we going to do? Uh, he said, he's gonna, what do you think he's going to cut off if he if we steal her? He's like, we can't steal her. She's a person. Yeah, she's that was go. totally innocent. I yeah. thought, oh, Lord. But I mean, I, he's supposed I liked to be it. the moral compass of the group, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. He get on my nerves. I like him. Mm. I really like him. And then the, the the last scene of the episode, actually, when John sees Craster leaving mm-hmm. the camp with the baby, with the boy baby, and going off. I'm like, don't follow him. First of all, it's crunchy. It's snow. I know. He can hear you. He can hear you following him. I mean, the man been living up there for years and years and years by himself. You don't think he knows that you're following him? He probably tells them girls not to go out of the camp. So he knows it ain't one of the girls. Anyhow, so he he hides when he sees them coming back. But then he hears the baby crying, goes over, and, and I could hear the sound of that thing. Yep. White Walker before we saw the White Walker and I was like, don't go over there. Don't go over there. Mm-hmm. But did you notice the baby um, was crying and then it stopped crying? Yes. When that thing picked it up. When it picked it up. Did you notice that? Yes. Uh-huh. That's going to be interesting to see. I want to see a White Walker. I don't think we'll see much of a... We only saw what? Twice? Yeah. In the first season, the mm-hmm. White Walker. But that baby certainly did stop Wailing. So, but what I want to know is up. why did it? Because it knows that it's gonna that knows that it's something otherworldly, or did he eat it? No, nah, or I don't, kill I don't, it I don't, right away? I don't what do you, I mean? What do we think that the White Walkers are doing with these babies? Uh, are they like bringing them into their ranks and making other White Walkers with them? Are they eating them? I don't think they're. Are eating they them. using them as slaves? I think that's or, probably true. 
or something. I think they're probably using them as, you know, slaves or labor or something. I don't I don't believe they're killing. And then maybe this is why Craster is able to stay where he stays. Exactly. Without being bothered because he's given them these sacrifices. That's what I'm thinking. Or these gifts. That's what I'm thinking. And so they're like, oh, we're going to let you stay there. And and don't you remember them talking about, which one were they talking about that's that's the king? Rants. Rants. And he's, and he's, he's, he's. He's form. He's he's gathering all these wildlings, wildlings to yes. him, yes. and he's got more men than them Lannisters and Starks and everybody. That's what that's what Craster said. Yeah. So yeah, no, they're not killing those little babies, and they're boy babies too. They're only boy babies. But that Lance or Rance Raider Rance, whatever. Uh, he's a wildling. He's not, or he's a person. He's not. A yeah, wild but walker. see, this is my thing. I don't think a wildling is just some. Some thing, thing. They could have been a human at one time. You see what I'm saying? Well, they, yeah, there are humans because Asha is one of them. She's, She's not a, a wildling. Yes, she is. Oh, I didn't. I, didn't I, get I that. took it that she was. Uh, I, no, I because didn't get that at all. When, when they captured her, and she um, was no. She was just with them dudes, right? But they were with that Rance guy. First. Oh. And they decided to, to leave because they're scared of the White Walkers or something. I, I'll i have to I go back know. and watch yeah. it. Or someone write in and tell us, you know, if she's a wildling. And I, I took it that she was. Maybe she is. Okay. And those other people were too. And remember when um, she was doing that hay and that Theon was mm-hmm. in there messing with her and then he left because that Meister came in. And she and he says, well, I haven't seen a lot of wildings this far south of the wall. She's like, well, you know, there's things that are coming. Oh, yeah. I do remember that conversation. Okay. Maybe she is. Okay. Yeah. I'm not really. Yeah. yeah I, I want to go back and rewatch. All but again. I don't believe that the babies are being killed or used for food or anything like that. Yeah. No, I don't believe that. We don't know yet, but don't I don't believe yet. that because there was a reason. And, you know. I'll have to go back and look at that one scene, but the way that this White Walker was moving, it wasn't, it didn't make movements like I'm choking it or something. It just picked up the baby, and as soon as it was. But you saw the up, back of it. Right. As soon as you picked up the baby, it stopped crying. It stopped crying. So I don't think it killed it or anything like that. It's going to be interesting to see. But I thought that was, uh, I like that scene where when Craster was coming back and then Rob, uh, 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 Jon Snow heard the baby hollering and he's running. So he, he was still quite a ways from the baby because he had time. But he he drew his, sword. drew his sword and everything. And then he stopped. Making all that damn noise. Yeah. But then he stopped. Yeah, because th- th- that drawing of the sword, you could hear that steel coming out. And all the crunchy footsteps. <laughs> and then when he saw that that White Walker, he just kind of stopped. And then Craster then knocked him upside the head. Knocked him upside the knocked head. Knocked him out. Damn. That's not good for Craster, but hopefully. Better not hurt my husband to be. Well, hopefully <laughs> uh, Ghost is somewhere nearby. Oh, yeah. Hopefully. Because you know, otherwise, I'm sure Craster would just as soon leave his ass out there and kill him. Well, he'd probably skin him right there or something. Yeah. You know. But something's going to have to happen to yeah. make him uh, not do that. That is a good point. Yeah, where's Ghost? I hope he's out there he's somewhere. Got, hopefully. Hopefully so. Mm-hmm. 
this was a great episode. I, I really like yep. it. So um, let's get on to our email okay. and our iTunes feedback. We've had a little bit of both this week. Good. Okay, let's start out with an email we received from Barretto. Hey, Barretto. Brett, a.k.a. Brett. Or Brett. Brett. Brett, a.k.a. Barretto. We'll call him Brett. Um, he says, I just wanted to let you know how much I've enjoyed your Game of Thrones podcast. A week or so ago, I started searching around for interesting alternatives and found yours. You're doing a wonderful job. Keep it up. Good. Just to let you know, I am a white American male, non-military, living in Japan. So the appeal of the podcast is far and wide. Wow, Japan. And though the topic was only lightly touched upon in the latest podcast, I too noticed the distinct lack of diversity in the casting. If ever the topic is discussed in more depth, I have a few theories as to the thinking involved. None that are satisfactory explanations, however. Hmm. One last note. I do enjoy the show in its entirety, but for full disclosure, with all due respect to Jay, I am thoroughly enthralled <laughs> by Kay's lovely voice. Oh, no. Yeah. You I know what? Forward. I can check out why you read this one first. Yeah. Well, it's the first one. Uh, yeah. I lo- <laughs> and the best one. Um, I, I look forward to your next effort, both of you. Thank you, Berbetto. As I am called in Japan. Hmm. Well, thank you, Barretto. Thank you, Brett. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Sister J is mad now. No, I'm not mad, but when I first read that, I thought, why ain't that some shit? <laughs> no, I think it's fine. You do have a nice. Perfectly fine. You do have a nice uh, voice, though. Thank you, Barretto. And she's real cute, too, Brett. So. Oh. Well, thanks, Sister J. Okay. Anyway, um, but yeah. So what um, I responded back was, "What are your other theories about yeah. the lack of diversity?" Yeah, because we can just dive into it on the podcast. Oh, sure. Yeah, but I mean, you know, like I said last um, in our last podcast, it doesn't bother me. No, it, it doesn't, doesn't bother me. I don't think at he said he doesn't. It doesn't say <laughs> that it bothers him, but mm-hmm. he noticed it. And like I said last week, I noticed it. Not that it bothered me. Yeah. But all um, right, move on. Let's let's all let's send in your theories and let's talk about it. Right. That is the point of our podcast. Yeah. Okay. Part of the point. Okay. Our next email comes from Sarah. Hey, Sarah. Or Mrs. Rob Stark. Uh, yes. Hey, Mrs. Sarah Rob Stark. Hello, sisters. <laughs> May I say I've never had such an intense love hate relationship with a character. As I have with Cersei. I know. Yeah, she's fucked up in the head big time, but I love her bitchiness. Just when you think Tyrion has won their usual back and forth, she guts him with a jab about the ultimate joke. I know. Of their mother dying in childbirth for him. At least she never fails to disappoint. (laughs) I feel bad for Theon. What with no hand sanitizer back in those days. (laughs) But next time, make sure you at least ask for a name before you go downtown. <laughs> I did not, I, first of all, that's hilarious. That's good, but Sarah. But second of all, I do not feel bad for that nasty mf He is nasty. He and is, like we said, he think he a player? Please. Oh, he is no. not no catch, anyhow. No. Now, despite what the ship girl said, because she's homely and she ain't been yeah. nowhere else. Yeah. He is not no damn cat. No, he's not. Mm. That's good, though. <laughs> I don't feel sorry for him at all. Uh, Actually, I felt sorry for the Yara sister, 
But, I, mm-hmm. you know, now we know why she allowed that to happen. Right. She allowed that to happen. Yes, she did. You know. Okay. Sister J, I am having a hard time giving up Jon Snow. <laughs> you may have to move aside and let true love happen. <laughs> he looked damn good this whole episode. He sure did. But I will step back and gaze from afar while in Rob's arms. <laughs> yeah, I'm, he looked good in this one. Obviously, there had to be a harsh answer to what's happening with the newborn boys. I know. But I never expected Grandpa Bad Touch to be giving them up to the White Walkers. Yeah. Scary shit. Yep. And my first thought, yes, I know this is gross. When John got smacked at the end was, I cleaned that head wound a la Timbo on True Blood. Ew. She's saying that when she first saw him get smacked upside the head, she said... That she would clean up the head wound like Timbo on True Blood. Ooh, no. 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 Even though he's... And I mean, even though I really like Jon Snow, but no. No, Sarah. That's gross. That means that she likes him more than you do. (laughs) Hey, well, you know what? That's too bad, but... Ooh, no. And Littlefinger wiping the mouth of his lady and sending her off to kiss the next client for some sloppy seconds love was stomach churning. Yes, it was. Yes, it that was. That was some nasty stuff. But that was a good scene, though, because that's what prostitutes do. And his warning to Roz about not keeping sad whores was dark. But I can't help but love him for some reason. Mm. So she's saying it is Roz. Oh, okay. Roz. She's saying it is Roz. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's fine. Yeah, because I guess yeah. who else had the reddish kind of hair? Yeah. And- yeah. And the two pump chump Stannis and Melisande sex was painful to watch. I know it. All that shit on the table. She said two pump chump. <laughs> yeah, because, yeah, that was quick. That was real quick. Well, and the two pump chump Stannis and Melisande sex was painful to watch. He lifts her up onto a bumping map and goes to town. Who wants a mountain lodged in your butt cheek? I know. I know. Ooh. Anyway, looking forward to next week. Sincerely, Mrs. Rob Stark, who's having an emotional affair with Jon Snow. <laughs> Thank you, Sarah, for Thank that. Thank you, Sarah. Very, very good email. And you know what, though? You pointed out all of the nastiness in this episode. I love it, though. Yeah. But yeah. This was a kind of nasty episode, though. Yeah. In, 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 you know, various different scenes. Yeah. But no, I love Jon Snow, but uh-uh, I'm not licking his head wound. Oh, no. No, no, no. I'm not either. Mm-mm. Okay, who we got next? Okay, um, the next one is from Myron. Hey, Myron. Actually, he sends us a couple of emails, uh-huh. but I'm going to read the one for um, this episode. Okay. The other one was for the other episode. Okay. Well, wait a minute. Let me read both because they're both good. The first one is um, talking about the North Remembers. He says, hello, sisters. Number one, let me find out whether the world of Westeros is a fictional universe or Earth. Crasher might be a character from True Blood. If he isn't, maybe he could wed some of his daughter wives to the brother cousins of Hotshot. Oh, Lord have mercy. But you know what? That's what I I did think about that, though. I did think about Hotshot. Uh-huh. In true blood. Mm-hmm. Number two, child protective services needs to be called on Cersei. Now, if Joffrey said some foul stuff like that to a black woman, he <laughs> wouldn't have even gotten the sentence out because the sister would have de- detected where he was going with his rude comment and laid him out like the Lay- said. That's what you said. Lay him she out. Duked him out. Punches, but mm-hmm. number three, there were certainly plenty of late term 
quote unquote abortions at the end of the episode, wasn't it? Uh-huh. But if you recall, sisters, Robert wanted Danny and her unborn child cut off last season, which is why Ned Stark resigned his position as Hand of the King. That is true. There is not much difference between what Robert ordered and what Joffrey carried out. You know what? That's a good observation. I forgot about that. Yeah, but I don't think he would have <clears throat> went around and killed all of them. Gendry's old. Well, so, I don't know. I don't know, though. I, I still think it's a little bit different because Robert was trying to kill what he ex- thought was the last Targaryen. Yeah. Because he didn't like any Targaryen. And Joffrey is killing any... Well, it, it is the same, basically. Yeah, it is. It is. It is. This good is, observation. This is different when you think of it with babies, though. <clears throat> but that's a, that's a good observation, yeah. Myron. Number that's four, right on, Sister J. Your comments about Cersei's impetus for trying to punk Littlefinger is dead on. Yep. Cersei thinks her stuff don't stink. Yep. She thought she could put him in his place, but she got her face cracked in this episode. <laughs> yes, she did. By the end of this season, Cersei is going to need plastic surgery, I'm afraid. <laughs> Between Littlefinger and Tyrion, Cersei is going to get worn out. Yep. Number five, last but not least, Robert was a fool. He spent up all the money and borrowed millions of dollars from who? Tywin Lannister. Yeah. He married who? Cersei Lannister. He is being guarded by who? Jamie, Jamie Lannister. Lannister. And what is Jamie's nickname? The Kingslayer. Mm-hmm. So who really had power in King's Landing? It ain't hard to tell. Robert didn't even know he wasn't skeeting in Cersei. He was surrounded by people he couldn't trust. Okay, uh, Myron, we know that's a term for, you know, what? Uh-huh. Uh huh. He was surrounded by people who he couldn't trust, which is why he dragged his ass all the way to Winterfell and needed Ned to clean up his shit. Exactly. He was a drunk, a terrible father, husband, and king. The end. I'm trying to keep it short, sisters. My name is Myron, and I have a problem. I can't keep my comments brief. <laughs> Thank you, Byron. That was good. Good observation. That was just on the North Remembers. Now, his comments on the Nightlands, which is this episode. uh, He says, my favorite line of the episode from Varys to Tyrion, the storms come and go. The big fish eat the little fish, and I keep on paddling. Yep. Varys one, Tyrion zero. That's right. Number number one, now that Gendry is known to be some... Known to be of some worth to King Joffrey, might not his days be numbered, sisters? I don't think so, because I think that Yarin is going to be protecting him. Yorin. Yorin. I, yeah, I don't think so. I, I think Yorin will protect him as much as he can, but if that guy, if they do come back with a bunch of soldiers, mm-hmm. he, I mean, he's not going to be able to fight all of them. They're going to have to run off somewhere. Well, it could be, but... You know, since Gendry makes armor, he could probably use armor, too. That's what I'm thinking. You know what I mean? And we already know that Arya can use a sword. Yeah, she can use a sword. Yeah, so. Number two, I don't know if George R.R. Martin had a crush on his sister or what, but there is sure a bunch of incest on this show. (laughs) Ain't that true? Cersei Jamie, Viserys Daenerys, at least the way he touched her in season one. Yep. Theon, Asha, or um, Yara, I mean. He said he means Yara. Yeah. You know, the Viserys and Daenerys thing, though, I don't think was sexual. He was more looking at her like a piece of meat, like cattle. Like I think so, how too. How ready is she to get me what I want? Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think that they ever had that kind of relationship. I don't know, though. Who knows? I don't know, though. Yeah. I just took it more Because of... she's standing there naked with him. He's talking about, you know, get yourself bathed and stuff because this is what you got to do. But I took it more like it was um, 
you're ready to be a wife now, and I'm going to use whatever you got to get what I need. Could be. And I didn't get that from the book either, but maybe I forgot something from the book. Okay, number two, number three. Well, now we have some color on Game of Thrones. I think that will end the talk about the cast being too white. Maybe those same people would be mad because Salador San is a pirate. That's what we'll I said, see. see. Personally, I like the character, but does he have to chase white women? Of course. Queen Cersei? I mean, damn it, man. Jungle Fever in Westeros. <laughs> of course, because that's what people's view is, you know? That didn't bother me at all, though. Number four, Sister J. The wildlings are also known as free folk. They distinguish themselves from the kneelers, the people subject to lords and kings. The free folk look at the kneelers as lacking freedom, whereas the the kneelers look at the wildlings as savage and primitive. Oh, that makes perfect sense. Okay. Thank you, Myron. Yeah. Okay. Number five, Sister J, watching HBO Go is not cause for a spoiler alert. (laughs) (laughs) Many people watch HBO Go to learn more than the show can cover. Now, if you choose to only watch the show, then along with not reading the books, you are keeping yourself from knowing just basic information about the events not covered in the TV series. Oh, Lord. And that was all. Myron. Okay. Thank you, Myron. Myron. Thank you, Myron, for that mild chastisement. Uh, <laughs> I am going to watch some of the HBO go though. I yeah. am going to start doing it. So it's good to have that extra. Commentary. Yeah. Yeah. So that was a good email though. And some good observations too, because yeah. Mm-hmm. And then um, our next email is from Tori. Hey Tori. She says, I'm trying to answer your question about the old man who pretends to be feeble. Yeah. His name is Meister Pycel. All the great houses get Meisters like, uh, there like doctors and wise men. The blind man at the wall is Meister Eamon. Yes. The Starks have one also, and the man who drunk the poison trying to kill Lady Melisandre uh, and Stannis is, has been Stannis' Meister since his childhood. Okay, so yeah, that is a good uh, explanation. Yeah. Um, she also says that she uh, loves the show. She reads all the books, and that's why she knows about the Meisters. I wonder uh, why that old fool, though, pretends to be all bent over and stuff. I know. Why Why does he feel like he needs to keep up that charade, I wonder? Of being feeble yes. and weak? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. That's a good mm. question. Um. The show doesn't break it down like the books, of course, and I try to listen to uh, other book podcasts, but they're very boring. You guys are the best hands down. <laughs> I like them both. Um, the, second was, the second episode was good, but it seemed rushed and had two scenes that really creeped me out. And it was full of surprises, though, which I also like. Which scene? She didn't say what, what scenes, but I'm assuming... Hey, Tori, let us know what scene. Well, I'm sure I could tell you one of them. <laughs> oh, the prostitute scene? The prostitute scene. <laughs> uh, I don't know what the other would have been. Might have been the baby. Because he's carrying that baby. Like Oh, well, on the second nothing. episode, she's, this is what she's yeah. talking about. When Craster's taking that baby out. Oh. That could be... I, I, it's probably the prostitute scene, though. Probably, yeah, the prosties. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, that was all the email we had. Well, thank we, y'all for those wonderful emails. Yeah. and But we also had some iTunes feedback this week. Okay, cool. So let me pull that up. Okay. 
Our first one is from, and Sister J, I'll just warn you now. Oh, it's not some stuff, is it? One star. What the? By Katniss Ever So Sweet. Oh, Lord, have mercy, please. Hi. You took that shit from the Hunger Games? Oh, uh, please. Listen, they say, hi, I'm Katniss, and mm. I found this podcast while looking around for Game of Thrones podcasts, and I started listening to them, and there is one lady I think she is called Sister J. Something. Mm-hmm. And she, Okay, first of all, all this is without punctuation. Okay. So I'm just reading it like it's written. Um, I started listening to them, and there is one lady I think she is called Sister J something, and she talks over Sister K something. In quote, in uh, parentheses, why they don't use their real names is beyond me. They hiding something, parentheses. And this is very, very, very rude. They are loud, very loud, and Sister J lady has an annoying cackle of a laugh. I had to turn it off. One star. Well, first of all, you you little illiterate shit. <laughs> you know, put some Jane. put some daggone punctuation in this stuff. Can't you form a, a sentence? Another thing, talk about somebody trying to hide their name. You take some shit from Hunger Games, Katniss. Oh, please, what you didn't think we watched Hunger Games? Don't be jacking up. Our, you know, we will tell you like we had to tell some little punk last season. Don't be jacking up our ratings by giving us one star. Just don't watch the, uh, uh, listen. listen to our podcast. That's all you got to do. Don't be jacking our shit up. Stupid ass. They really had a strong reaction to take the time to do a... To take the time and to be ignorant on top of that. One thing Uh, I really dislike. I I dislike ignorant folks. is welcome to their opinion. Although I will say... Please. It's hard to read because there's no punctuation. Oh, please. It's some little stupid kid. Sister J. Oh, please. Anyway, hey, you know what? Our listeners know, and you wait till we get some feedback on this shit. Our our listeners know. Don't be writing no bullshit to, to me. Us. Don't try to. Don't read. be. Tra- I'm a black woman, baby. I can handle your shit. <laughs> don't be putting that crap on there no more. You don't like how we sound? Then quit listening. Go ahead. Oh goodness. Mm. Anyway. Okay. Then- sorry, uh, other listeners. No, yeah. I'm not. <laughs> no, she ain't. I'm not. So Katniss, you uh, ought to be glad you didn't put your real name on there. And we all we've been since uh, we started podcasting. What five years ago? Two thousand seven. Yeah, five yeah. years. We always use Sister J and Sister K. If you want to know why, go back and listen to past episodes. There you go. Please. Okay. Well, let's get off that number one. Lord we have on mercy. To, uh, number five. Okay. Uh, from Danny Gaston. I think this is Danielle. Oh, hey. Uh, guide to listening to the Sister Speak podcast. Five stars. Yay. Number one, close your blinds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Close them curtains. If you want to know why, go back to, I think, episode 24 tr- on yeah, True Blood. True Blood. <laughs> Number two, remain seated at all times. That's right. Number three, do not, and I repeat, do not eat, drink, <laughs> drive, or operate heavy machinery while listening to this podcast. <laughs> Number four, subscribe. Do I need to send King Russell after you? Oh, Lord. That's good. Number five, enjoy. That's right. Five stars. What? Thank you, Danny. Thank you, Danny, very much. So, uh, and we, we do like to hear that. And we do have fun, you know, doing our podcasts and stuff. And for all, all of y'all out there that don't like my little cackling laugh, too bad. 
Well, I mean, look, how can you laugh and not cackle? I mean, I cackle. I don't, I don't care. Okay, the next I one. just don't like them one ratings because why bother? When I listen to podcasts and I don't particularly care for it, I just don't listen again. I don't try to jack up they shit. <laughs> 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 and I'm surprised you're so damn calm about it because last season you were. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> I've gotten mellow in my old age. I, I guess, guess so. Mm, anyway. Okay, the next uh, feedback is from by Ellie from Boston. Hey, Ellie. The sisters are back five stars. Thank you, Ellie. I'm so glad the sisters are back. I am an avid fan of their True Blood podcast, and I'm psyched that they're starting a Game of Thrones podcast. Yep. I love how honest and candid the sisters are. When they love something, they love it. But they're also not afraid to disagree with the show or even with each other. Yep. All viewpoints are welcome, and that's what makes it interesting to me. And I love their humor and love to laugh along with them. <laughs> I will be listening every week. Thanks, sisters. Elle from Boston. Thank Five you very stars. much. Thank you very much for that Thank you, very Elle. positive feedback. We like it. And, you know, we do have fun uh, doing it, and we do have uh, varying opinions, and, but that's what I like about the feedback that we get in the emails and stuff, because a lot of times our listeners bring up things that I hadn't even thought about, yeah. or I didn't think about it from that point of view, and right. it really does help, you know, broaden your your enjoyment, I think, of the show. Yeah, get the other people's TV thoughts, show. and mm-hmm. we're all different, we're raised different, Yep, and have different... Um, Insights and viewpoints. But like so, Danny said, close your blinds. Close your blinds. <laughs> okay, the next one is by Tor225. Okay. Just plain awesome five stars. Thank these, you. These two ladies are awesome. They should get paid for this. Hello. <laughs> we've, been, we've been talking about that I too. love it. Very interesting. I love all their podcasts. Even listen to the ones for shows I don't even watch. Cool. Keep up the great work. P.S. One star. Why didn't you use your real name? Yeah. I think you're up to something. Go yeah. find an um, an off those boring podcast that moan about how the books say this and say that. Leave this one for those who want to be entertained. Thank you. Tour two two five five stars. Thank you, Tour two two five. And thank you know you, what? Tor. Tell Th- them. Thank you for reading uh, that little Katniss shit. Gave us <laughs> one star. I mean, come on now. Wait a minute. She could at least, she or he, could have at least used their initial or something, but to take the stupid name from the Hunger Games, come on It's not the fact of not having a name. But if you're going to try to read someone about not using their name. Use yours. I mean, everyone has different, anyway, I don't even want to dignify any of that with a response anymore. Okay. Okay. Moving on. Number, the next one is from Bully Brat. Hey, Bully Brat. How wonderful five stars. Two women who speak as if they are in your kitchen or living room with you, (laughs) discussing TV, True Blood, Game of Thrones, and others. Funny, 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 and well-informed. Good dynamics between Sister J and Sister K. They do compliment each other. (laughs) If you do not like this podcast, you have lived a very sheltered life. Thank you. These ladies are robust (laughs) and colorful. Love it, love it, love it. Just ask Paco the cat. (laughs) Hey, Paco the cat. How you doing, girl? <laughs> I don't know if that's Paco. I think she's saying oh, okay. Paco. Oh, yeah. Okay. You know what? We need to... Uh, okay. I'll try to find it for our next podcast. I used to know the actual podcast number. I think it's 25. I think it's uh, podcast number 25. Or 31. 
for those yeah for those that want to know <laughs> what she's talking about you have to go to true blood go to true blood podcast number either 25 or 31 Something and like that and we are just rolling it's funny it's and when i need a really good laugh i go back to paco the cat episode and i just you know, yeah. I've listened to it at least 15 times and I laugh every time. Well, and the other one with Denise, is it? Uh-huh. Um, whose husband's in um, Holland. Oh, yeah. Talk, or, from Holl- or from Denmark. Talking about, talking about the, the curtains. Yeah. The curtains being open. That's another one. That's another that's funny one. one. Yeah, that's a funny <clears throat> one. Okay. Well, thank you for that feedback. And our next comment is from K.L. Barty. Hey, K.L. Five star sisters are doing it for themselves. Yay! Great, great podcast. Refreshing and funny and smart. Keep up the good work, ladies. Five stars. Thank you very much, KL. That's very nice. And the last one is from Stitcher Chick. Oh, yeah! Hey, Stitcher Chick. Excellent. Five stars. Yay. Another awesome podcast, ladies. I'd love to hear your opinions on this show. I would highly recommend this podcast to any fan of Game of Thrones. Thank Five you. Stars. Thank you very much. Thank you, Stitch Chick. We enjoy it, and we thank you all for your podcast, all except that Katniss Chick. Why'd you even have to put that at the end? Anyway. Since it's a giant. Because, hey, you know, hey, you know. Mm. Okay, what else we got? That was it. That was all the um, feedback we had this week. So thank you, everyone, for sending in your feedback. Yes, we enjoy it. And if, (coughs) excuse me, sorry, my throat got dry all of a sudden. If anyone else would like to send their feedback, please do so at sisterspeak at gmail.com. Our website is sisterspeakpodcast.com, our new site. And um, there you can find links to all of our old shows, new shows. We have a full podcast network link that will subscribe you to all of the mm-hmm. podcasts. Or you could just subscribe to the Game of Thrones one. Uh-huh. Um, <clears throat> we also have um, a Facebook page at facebook.com slash podcast. We are on Twitter at underscore sister J and underscore sister K. And we also have a podcast Twitter feed that we don't have a lot of action on, but it's mm-hmm. still going to give you the latest updates of when we post a new show, which is um, at Sister Speak Cast. That's our Twitter name for the show. And then we also have a voicemail if you'd like to send us a voicemail, which is 972-692-7341. And you can also send us an audio file if that works better for you. Yep. That's about it. It was a great show. Thank you, Sister J. <laughs> Thank you, Sister K. That's it for now. <laughs> See you next week. Bye.